When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Rose and Jamie are two best friends. And they love sex and the city. And they couldn't help but wonder. Do you love it too? Carrie. Miranda. Samantha. Charlotte. Cosmos. Emotions. So many dudes. Every single dude. dude. All the dudes. And we couldn't help but wonder. With Jamie Lee and Rose Cerno. I'm Jamie Lee. And I'm Rose Cerno. <laughs> it always makes you laugh. There's no way I can do it. <laughs> because you used to be upbeat and then you took a Oh really my god, do I sound depressed? Turn. Yes, you turned into a newscaster when you say your name. Start wait, again. Start again. Wait, wait, we have to start keep again. this, but also, we are. We're keeping it in and we're starting again. I can't believe that I'm just like. And I left. Rose my husband left. You say like you're Walter Cronkite. It's like you're standing out in a hurricane. You're like, and I'm. <laughs> Wait, you guys, that's so hilarious. Okay, sorry. Mm, Let me put some pep in my step. Guys, this this time, this is the last one. I'm gonna bring it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Okay, I'm Jamie Lee, and I'm Rose Jennifer Cerno, <laughs> and this is couldn't, couldn't help, help but, but wonder. wonder. A podcast where we talk about sex and the city and how it relates to, to us. us. Jamie. Okay. Jamie Rose. Amanda Lee. Rose Jennifer Cerno. Skylar, what's your middle face name? Garrett. Looks amazing today. Garrett? Yes. Skylar Garrett Hanrath. That's such a yes. great name. That it's is. Like such a, that's such an important name. Thank you so much. Skylar's an important dude. Can we switch names? That's a fun name. You I want like my name? name? I'll go. With, I I have always thought of myself as a Jamie, uh, Jamie Amanda Lee. So <laughs> Jamie is, Amanda. Uh, yeah. Jamie Amanda uh, Lee. Why do you look so pretty today? Like pretty. Like like. Did you have a photo shoot or something? Your makeup looks insane. So gorgeous. No. Thank you for saying that. I I think I fit finally hundred percent figured out how to do my eye makeup. And it, it takes looks... three seconds, <gasps> and it doesn't involve eyeshadow. And it, oh. it's, I I almost bought oh. it for you. I'm actually, you know what? I will buy for you. I'm going to buy you this. It's like, oh, man, it's this pencil. <laughs> it looks so good. I know. I mean, I know. I don't want to be no, like, no, I no. know, but I know something yes. changed and it's something changed. Okay. Something changed. And the thing is, it's this pencil that has, the, it almost comes out on like a smudgy, like eraser brush. And I don't know what it is, but you put it on two seconds later, your eyes are just like, you look like a head. Disney goddess. It, it like makes you look like a frozen character. Yeah, it's I like love all it. eyes. I know. I'm it's gonna get amazing. It for you. It, I would have brought it for you on Monday, but it's so hard to find. It's like some random birthday brand. pheasants. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I saw Rose on Monday for her birthday. That's yeah. And yeah, as we've said Anyways. before, this friendship is not just a fake friendship for business <laughs> inquiries. It's not just for the native deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of oh, it is recorded, man. but some of it's in person and not recorded. 
That's true. That is true. Jamie, um, this is well, our last episode for a while. For a min, for a min, it's true. Um, guys, as you've probably noticed, <laughs> listeners, we have stretched the soup, as they say. We've done, I don't know, we did the second movie in how many parts? We did both Eleven. of them in four parts each. We so did we- both of the movies in four parts. And then we continued on to do, I want to say, 96 mailbag episodes. It was probably just two, but it felt like that. Do we have any listeners left? I don't know. Is anyone out there? (laughs) Guys, are you out there? Are you listening? (laughs) No. um, But yes, this is our... It's funny. Before we got on the mic, I was thinking about how like, oh, wow, so much has happened in the time that we've recorded this podcast from start to finish. And then we got on Zoom and Rose said, you know, maybe we should talk about what's happened since we recorded this podcast. So we're very much on the same page. A lot has happened. Rose, what what are you thinking? What well, are your thoughts and feelings? Well, why don't we start with our, I want to do all of that. Should we start okay. with a, who were you this week? Oh yeah. Let's kick it off old school style. Okay. Who were you this week? Um, who was I this week? Um, you know what? I was the core four, all four of mm. them. Because um, I because I feel really like loved and connected to my friends, which is, I think, how the core four feel generally. Yes. Um, I felt like uh, this last weekend I flew up to Sacramento and then uh, went to the went to Grass Valley to hang out with some good friends of mine at the river and, um, you know, just spent the weekend with them. And, you know, we just did that kind of quality time friend time you do where you just sit around and drink and hang out and chill Mm. and just like 48 hours of that and really really close friends that just feel like family and that just always makes me feel so good recharges you yeah yeah then i came back and had my birthday and had dinner jamie was there with a handful of close friends and um that also just made me feel really loved and really rooted and i have to say like i think in past birthdays I felt really like, oh, God, I'm this age and I should be at this place. And and I think that's kind of common, but I just don't feel that this year. I just honestly feel so lucky. Like I have such a like I really have a friend family and a family family. And I guess maybe part of that, too, is that I'm working a really cool job that I've worked really hard to get to hard to get to. Yeah. Yeah. I think probably I'd feel a little more on edge if I was not there but yeah i feel really good and i feel like loved up i would say oh i like the term loved up yeah i feel loved up yeah um, well that's i love hearing that that's jamie amazing. who are you this week mm, who was i this how was your week, week? including week um i mean i gotta say i was a i was definitely a classic carry i I went to the Ivy this past weekend, which is like notoriously one of the most sceny restaurants in L.A. And I kind of was like, oh, I've walked by it. And like, there are some really questionable characters coming out of there. <laughs> there just, are? Yeah, it's just a lot of like bad plastic surgery. It's like and, lips that are like connected to your nostrils. They're so yeah, high. Yeah, and it's also like you see that like 
it's just like groups of women who are lunching at all hours and you're like, do you work? Like what's happening? Anyways, all hours, meaning like not on the weekends, like I'll walk by in the morning and there's just like a group having a brunch like on a Tuesday. And I'm like, what is your is life? Is that in your neighborhood? You live near Cedars right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, really that's a nice close to Cedars. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, but anyways, I finally went to eat at the Ivy and I got to say the food was fucking delicious. It it's was overpriced, but it was so yummy. I was like, okay, I like this place. Like, I also like the decor. Goofy. Yeah, but it has those like fun old school Christmas lights, like the ones with the big bulbs just all over it. And like it's they were kitschy. playing. Yeah, they were playing like, um, what is the song? The uh, Fuck, what is that? Uh, oh, my God. It's in Something's Gotta Give. Not at last, but like a Butterfly? song like that. Oh. No, the one that's like, oh, Levian Rose. Like oh. it was, um, oh, of course. Yeah, Edith it was just Piaf. a lot of that. Yeah, Edith Piaf, like just a lot of that music, which I, I love. It was amazing. Um, but anyways, yeah, Sini restaurant. And then um, today I was just like classic Carrie at my laptop, really, really doing a lot of writing, like the type where when you're done, you're like, you just like hold like the space between your eyes and like pinch it because you're like my eye. I feel like my eyes are going to fall out of my head. I'm like so tired of staring at a screen. Damn, you're um, working hard, get... girl. Yeah, it's just like, I think it's just when you go to write a script. Like, being on Zoom is a different kind of tired, which I also did today. So I was, like, doubly tired. But there's something about writing a script where, like, I I don't take Adderall, but I've trained my brain to go into the mode where I feel like I'm on oh. Adderall by using, um, like, concentration, concentration music, which I've talked about on the podcast. You can find it on YouTube. It really works. You know what helps um, with concentration? What? Have you ever done my that? My dog's con- not wrestling. No, have you ever done that patty cake? Concentration. Concentration is the game. Keep the rhythm. You guys don't know no. that one? No, no never, does it I've work? I'll that. use it. No, I'm joking. Sounds it was fun. like a patty cake game from like, oh, like okay. preschool. But oh, okay. that really fell flat. That was uh, a... <laughs> it felt, we okay, thought I, it was I genuine. I just thought it was real. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this patty cake thing I have to do? <laughs> it felt like it was going to be like meditated, like you chant. So Me too. It sounded great. Um, no, but I, yeah, I think I just, it's a different... Do you have that, Rose? Like when you're writing, like do you, do you feel, do you ever feel like when you are writing like you just go like really hard for long stretches of time like I feel like I didn't even like eat today yeah I mean I also think there's a point of no return like I think when you're in it it's amazing but there is a moment where you're like yeah I mean if you're on a work deadline and you need to get it done then you need to write as long as you need to to get it done whether that's eight hours ten hours all through the night whatever but there does become a time where your eyes are crossed and you're like is this funny is this just changing it lateral like there is a moment where you just have to be done so you're just a classic carry. I am a classic carry. Yep, writing, doing sceney stuff. Well, just one, one, one activity. But yeah, I'm like living in West Hollywood, and I feel like oh, also when the girls visited LA, they were in West Hollywood. That's so, true. There's that connection. Well, you're kind of a, a carry and also a reverse carry because you're like oh, because she would not like LA in this. Well, place. are you liking LA right now? I kind of am. <gasps> Yay! I know. I really am. I really like it over here. And I also... I'm so you happy. Know, for the listeners, I'm sure you know this. Maybe you don't. But I, when I last lived here, I was um, like going through a breakup. And I was in a different part of town that I associated with that breakup a little bit. 
And now I'm like in my own space and it's just a different, it's a different game. When I first got here, it made me very anxious because I was like, oh, I'm in the same city, but everything is so different now. Um, but now I'm kind of over that hump and I'm just enjoying it. I'm really glad. I mean, as somebody who basically lives here mostly pretty much. Yeah, yes. you do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like in denial, but I'm like, I pretty much was like, when have I not? It's been here for like eight straight years. You were, you were in New York for a chunk of time. Yeah. But I, but I would you do say live here. personally, as somebody who loves you and wants to spend time with you, I'm glad I'll take any morsel of you enjoying LA that I can. Thank you. And yeah, I do. I, I don't know where I would, I don't know where I live right now, but I am enjoying it here. Good. Hi everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. So now we're just going to take a couple of listener questions. Uh, we have a question from Heather Weather 469 She says, hi there. Now that the two movies are done, what do you think the trials the characters in the new show will deal with and face? Um, great question. As many of you probably know, there was an article that a piece of the new script was leaked and that Big and Carrie are now divorced. I we can't also believe it leaked. That sucks for the writers. That's annoying. It totally sucks for them. I also don't understand how that happens. Like, who can't they trace to who did that? Like, well, yeah, everything's watermarked, and also like, and you have to sign like, so much confidentiality stuff. Like, I'm really surprised that happened. And for yeah. whoever's responsible for it, it's like such a like dumb like career ender. Depending on the level of the person, like but they it might was, not like, have been caught. Lo- That's true, but still, I just never understand that stuff. Another thing we know is that Charlotte's two daughters will be in the show as teenagers and Brady is in the show as a teenager. There's like this really cute teenage actor with bright red hair playing Brady. So I think the things that they're going to explore is my guess, especially since the room is full of like some queer writers and some um, Samantha Irby, as we've said before, who's a queer POC, amazingly funny comedy writer uh, is in the room. I think my assumption is that they're going to take Cynthia Nixon's real life and put it on to Miranda and how, you know, in real life, Cynthia Nixon was married, I think pretty happily for decades with like multiple kids. And she just actually, she was gay and met a woman and married her. Um, so I think that they're going to do something like that. I think that she and Steve are going to break up and Miranda's going to meet a woman. What do you think is going to happen for Steve? I don't know. I really don't. And I, and I mean, co-parenting, they're going to like, they're going to like in a healthy way, co-parent and show that that's possible. That'd be cool if they just all three lived together and it was like throuple. (gasps) Love that. And then Charlotte's story. She's got two daughters. She's got a biological daughter and an adopted daughter. And I don't know if it's too family-ish, but I was pitching maybe... Maybe there's some tension there because like if you had a sister and your sister was like 
100% biologically your mom and dad and you were the adopted one who was a different race, you might feel a little excluded or there might be some tension there. I don't know. So I don't know if it's going to be tension with her girls or being a mother and working. What do you think Charlotte's issues are going to be? She's got two teenage daughters. She's been married to Henry for 10 years. Yeah, I think... Wait, how old are the girls now? Teens. They're teens Yeah, they would be in their teens. Yeah, if she has teenage daughters, maybe... Maybe she's going to sort of swing back to sort of dealing with, like, what is her purpose? Because, like, the daughters are going to kind of be, like, out of the house, like, doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, she... I get the sense she kind of, like, quit her job... I just got to that raise vibe. them and stuff. Not, not in the same way she did with Trey. But. You know what? I feel like they're going to want to keep Harry and Charlotte's marriage pretty solid and good because that's the I aspirational so. marriage. So I agree. I don't, think, I don't want them to do anything there. I don't think it's going to hurt their marriage. No, I, don't I think, think Charlotte's so. just going to be a little like, what do I do with myself? Like, because I think everything's fine. I think she just really was so focused on having children, raising her children. And had this beautiful life doing so. But now that they're like, you know, going out with their friends and that kind of thing, I wonder how that'll impact her is all. Yeah, I also wonder if there's going to be, I don't think so, but I wonder if Charlotte will have any, and this is, this is non-judgmental. I know that this happens to some mothers. I don't think my mom did this to us at all, but you know, when you have teenage daughters and they're getting beautiful and boys are starting to notice them and they're like the prime of their youth. And like Charlotte was such a like debutante beauty. She was. And not to say that you can't be beautiful in her like late fifties or however old she is. But I wonder if there's going to be any like weird, like passing the torch, like I'm getting menopause. Mm -hmm. They're starting their periods. Like, am I done as a woman type of thing? Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, I feel like she would be the one to have that happen to. Yeah, because she was like known for her looks for a long time. She was like classic beauty, you know? Yeah, definitely. How are they going to explain away Samantha? She's dead. That's got to be it. That's the only way. She must have died, right? Right. That'd be funny if they just made it like the most gruesome just as a fuck you to that actress. I mean, I think it might be that the cancer came back. That feels pretty clean. That's so dark, though. It is, but also... I think it'd be more fun if she, like, died having sex of a heart attack or something. <laughs> I mean, I hope that's what it is. She went yeah. out Samantha style, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. She was like... I mean, that is funny if they're like, nope, she didn't die because the cancer returned. She yeah. actually died no, in a freak she accident. She died in a gangbang. She was on... She was, was an orgy a atop the Empire State Building. <laughs> yeah. She was riding a man. He thrusted too hard. It actually shot her off of his dick and onto the floor, and she landed on her neck. <laughs> yeah, it was fast and painless. Pat, but she also went beautiful. Quick. She went quick, and she also died doing what she loved. Which her is- last words were, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, so Carrie's going to be divorcing. So Carrie probably learned... I feel like she's going to be back out there. I, oh my I would God, think so. Oh, yes, you're right. This this show for her is going to be... I think that would be really fun if, if it was, what is it like to date in your late 50s in New York, divorced? Yes, yeah, like they're like edith storyline but like taking the bull by the horn to eat this storyline yeah. wait is edith yeah. the one that fell out the window which or is Enid, no. Enid, excuse me no, her, her, her editor of vote who's the one that fell out the window that's jennifer uh, that was um the woman from third rock from the sun her character that's my favorite episode of the entire season uh, it's, it's so good. A good episode I lucy love episode. featherstone i believe it is 
Um, I think that it's going to be what we love about Sex and the City. Carrie's going to hold the torch of the character that's out there dating, having fun and having sassy experiences, I think. Yeah, I think so. And showing that it's never too late. Maybe everybody else is kind of like settled. And so Carrie, her No, Miranda's going to find a woman. The thrust, right. But I think the thrust of Carrie, it, the whole season is going to be like she's having a hard time maybe getting the girls back together a little bit. Mm. Um, they might be too busy for her. Yeah, but I mean, th- th- she's going to do it, but it's not going to, that'll be the struggle, I think, is her like assembling the crew. You know what else? I think they're going to recruit a fourth friend to join their group now that I think they're going to introduce a new main character. I think so. Yeah. And they're, yeah, it's definitely going to be a diverse person for sure. <laughs> so you're our diverse friend. What do I you know. think about? Yeah. So I, know. Thing, you know, I mean, unless, no, I think that's the way they're going to go. Yeah, I agree. But that's also yeah. the reason that like part of me thinks that even though Kim Cattrall has been very explicit about like having no intention of ever playing Samantha again, yeah. I would also think that like maybe killing her might feel like they may want to leave that door open a little bit so that oh, you like set up like there was an argument, a blow up, that sort of thing. No way. I I don't think it's I don't know that it happens, I but I would also just think that like maybe maybe just in dialogue killing her is a little heavy duty for them. I don't know. This is just well, a, a thought. I'm going to say that. What do you guys think about Stanford and and Anthony? Because they're going to be in this, too. Are they going to have any fucking role? Maybe they're trying to have a kid. Yeah, that's going to be it. Yeah, I would. I, I would hope be that, that I would hope that especially given how weird their coupling was in the first place, <laughs> given that they like hated each other the whole series. Like, I think the choice the fun move would be to be like, they fucking love each other. They were a perfect match. Like make them the most rock solid relationship coming back into seeing everyone again. Um, and then you also get to up their presence in the show that way. And like, actually give them like complicated storylines. Um, I feel like that feels fun. Yeah. I love that. I feel like that's Uh, the only question I'm interested in, but yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That's we're moving forward. We're not going back. We're moving forward. Yes. I think that's the perfect question to um, wrap up our show with. Yeah. Yeah. So Um, we were going to do a new segment. uh, The the, the very last episode episode of the show, we're bringing on a new segment. And we were just thinking, you know, how long have we been doing this? Have we been doing this for a year or two years? Uh, just about two years That's because we're over a hundred episodes. That's Whoa. really insane. That's well, cool. Ja- yeah, Jamie said it earlier. We were just talking about maybe just recapping our own experiences in the last two years. Um, I don't remember exactly, but I know over the course of this podcast, I think at the beginning of the podcast, I think I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of like had ups and downs and, it was fairly codependent, very nice person, very handsome, um, lo- lo- lovely person, wish him all the best, but it wasn't the right relationship. And since then, I've done a lot of dating and I've done a lot of work on myself. And I, I think I'm just in a much calmer, more confident, relaxed place about that kind of stuff. Um so when I started recording this, I think I was in a relationship. I'm single now. I was also like really, I don't exactly remember where I was in my career, but I know that my goal was writing for television and that's what yeah. I'm doing now. I, I went through that horrible 
six months of back injury and I'm pretty healthy. So like overall, I would say over the course of this podcast, like not considering horrible, like global phenomenon, (laughs) it's been a overall, like really like an upward trajectory of like reaching goals. And, you know, the show Sex and City is about women trying to like have it all and do their goals. And like, I feel like with a lot of support and dedication and hard work, like I've been reaching some of my goals. And, and like I said, at the top with who I am this week, like my female friendships are really important to me. And it's a big part of my support system. And that's why I really like jumped at the chance to recap the show with Jamie, because my friend family is like my family. And And I feel really lucky to have my core group who is not like a unit like that, but just my friends, you know? No, I I totally agree. Yeah. I also think, God, since we started the podcast, I feel like all of my stuff is like, just sounds really bleak, but I'm definitely in a better place than I was when we started, even though it took a lot of like tragedy to get there, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know why I feel so weird recapping. You don't have um, to, darling, if it's too emotional or hard. No, I think it's just like, yeah, when we started the podcast. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it sounds kind of maybe like cheesy. I don't know. But like, I feel like in doing this and like showing up for it and like, you know, doing it so consistently and like, I don't know, there's something that I think that you do learn a lot about yourself just in like having to form opinions about anything. Yeah. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And when the topic is given to you and it's like, we're going to talk about and it's relationships and these. friendships. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, you kind of like start to learn where you stand and it actually, I think helps inform choices that you make in your life. And, um, I'm very like grateful for that. Cause sometimes I think you can just kind of like be in your own head and like sit with your own thoughts but you don't necessarily like take action. And I think in my case, I, at least at the beginning of the podcast was like definitely having relationship doubts and not knowing if like that was right or correct or, you know, I just kind of like didn't trust myself. Um, and it wasn't until very recently that I decided to act on it, which has been good for me as well as Dan. And we're like good friends and in a good place. And, it's just a much healthier, breathable space all around. Um, so I'm really like grateful for that change in my relationship. And I definitely think the show like helped me get there to a degree. Wow, Jamie, that's amazing. Yeah. But not, not as like, not so overtly, but like, there's no way that you don't process your emotions in doing a podcast that forces you to talk about like friendships Women and, their and relationships, relationships yes. and emotions. Yeah. Yes. Like you, you can't fully separate them. It's impossible. So that makes sense. You've also accomplished a lot. You hosted your own show. You had your own show on Netflix. You were part of the, this massive success Ted Lasso. Yeah. You know, you've done a lot. It's exciting. Yep. Won some awards. Maybe I'll win an Emmy. We'll see. I would, that would be nice. It's fun um, to think that like we used to, I remember like relatively early on, in the in recording like we were we would be in like um 
that Sherman Oaks Galleria working on what became oh, the wedding God. coach That's and like right. having to like write episode scripts and then like driving uh, all the way downtown to record and now That's we do it all right. on Zoom. Oh my God. That's so true. Yeah. Ugh, them all. And them Skylar, all. like one of the biggest gifts of this podcast for me, I've loved Jamie for a long time and always been a, a fan, a fan and a friend, but Skylar was a new addition to my life and you're so smart and sweet and kind and you were such a have been such an amazing integral part of this podcast and great you know you're an engine friend. to this podcast yeah and just a wonderful person so i'm i feel lucky to have gone on this journey with you as well sky oh thank you i love i do feel so fortunate to have gotten to do it and definitely to know you rose i only i don't know if we'd met I think we met. Oh, had you not met? We met when you two recorded like the pilot. There was a pilot that we oh, recorded with a different yeah, network. That's I think right. that was the first time we ever met. But otherwise, yeah, I hadn't known you. And now I feel so fortunate to know you. And oh. I've also had like a blast doing the show. This also like was fun for me watching sex in the city because it's oh, yeah, it, you I, hadn't I, watched it yeah because i truly said at the top uh that like it is one of the like canonical like very important shows and i just never watched it i'd like i'd read that like famous emily nussbaum essay yeah. like mm-hmm. un- like when it came out having seen the sopranos because that essay is putting the carry uh, against um tony soprano as sort of like an archetype and i was always like i gotta get to it and like what a fortunate cool way to get to to actually watch it, to watch it and then talk about every single episode. What are every your week. overall thoughts awesome. now that you've watched everything? If somebody said, "Oh, you've seen Sex and City," what do you think about that show? What's your Rotten Tomatoes overall? I think I, I think it's great. I think it's it's I think it's so it gets maligned, which is lame. It has its blind spots and its failings, sure, but like it also has like a lot of very funny stuff in it. It also, I mean, we all talk about and have talked about on so many episodes, like. It feels like a show that should have kicked off a thousand imitators. And in the 20 years since That's it was a, a regularly point. airing it's thing. Like, I don't th- I think it's hard to replicate. Writing a rom-com is really hard. Yeah. And like you would think, like because it was such a hit and such a phenomenon, like there are a couple of examples of things somewhat similar to it, but it feels Girl, like... No one really nails it. Yeah, insecure, yeah. but like nothing that's like... You would like, or like if you look at the Sopranos example again, like then you have Breaking Bad, you have Mad Men, you have like a bajillion. That's true. That's a really excellent point. Anti-hero shows that's that spun off of that. And again, what a fun, what a fun show to watch. Like very funny. Also, like I still, I, one of my favorite things that we got to do on the whole thing was like uh, speaking to Jenny. I always love getting to speak to. That was my favorite recording. I thought that was like fascinating she was amazing but i i always oh, love getting to speak that. to anyone who i because i just love like nuts and bolts mechanical stuff of of making stuff i think it's so interesting and it, she was so like forthcoming and and also was there from the beginning like what an amazing thing but that's all to say that like yes i had a great time very cool mm-hmm. show i love i i really like to i'm really glad to have gotten to watch it and i'm i love working with you all and feel so Aww. fortunate that I got to be involved. Love you, Sky. Jamie, I have a question. You, you've watched Sex and City many more times than me. I had seen it here and there. Um, Mm -hmm. After doing this huge deep dive for two years going over it, do you have any new thoughts about the show or do you feel differently about it in any way? Or has the reviewing and reanalyzing given you anything new? 
Um, I don't know that I will necessarily keep watching it the way I was. Cause like, it really would be like, if I was having like a tough time with something, I would just like pop on sex in the city and like start it from the beginning. And I really did watch it all the way through so many times, particularly like maybe I wouldn't start at the beginning. I would definitely do like season three through six, um, or something like that. But yeah, I feel like now I'm so in it and I also feel like this like <laughs> professor of it that I'm like, I can't, I mean, I don't imagine just like popping it on the same way. Um, but I bet, I bet that'll change with time. I bet I'll, I'll come back around and be like, I miss it and like forget things and be excited to watch it again. But I'm really glad they're coming out with new episodes because this is like the perfect wait. time. And I'm such a fan of those actresses too. Like I think something we talked about, I think something that I got out of this viewing, I think I got a, t- a couple things out of this viewing because I, like I said, unlike Jamie, I hadn't watched it a million times. I hadn't memorized. A lot of it was new to me and watching and not remembering things. So I think the biggest take takeaways for me besides the problematic stuff was these are unbelievable comedic actresses that like, I think are up there with anyone in terms of, you know, as good as Jane Krakowski, Lucille Ball, like Tina Fey, like these are like legendary actresses, in my opinion. And I think it is, as a writer, very hard to write very funny, sexy TV shows. Like mm-hmm. it's there's not a lot of rom-coms out there. Like You're the Worst was awesome. It was a couple seasons and gone. Um, Love Life, I really like on HBO. High Fidelity didn't last. Like for whatever reason, it is hard it's hard to keep a rom-com on the air and they did it and they did an amazing job. So really big kudos. Yeah. Cause I love watching rom-com TV shows a lot and I love rom-com. me too. I want more of them. That's what I'm saying. And I'm like, wow, they really did it. And we got to figure out how to do the next ones. Yeah. So should um, we do okay. horny fours? Let's do horny fours. Sex in the city is obviously a very horny show. So we end each episode by sharing what we're currently horny for. Or me for that was a good last one. Uh, Rose, what are you horny for? Um, thank you for asking. Also, listeners, you know, Jamie's on a TV show. She's got a lot of writing to do today. I'm kind of tired. So, like, we love you. We're bringing it as hard as we can. <laughs> it's true. Um, I am horny for The White Lotus. It's a Mike White show on HBO max and mike white did my favorite tv show of all time enlightened Such with a good laura show. dern and, and he did one of my favorite movies orange county it's like, i think it's never a seen it. movie my old, i used to work for someone who acted in enlightened who oh. was wonderful Ricky i'm Lindholm. obsessed with him yeah. yeah so mike white is kind of an iconic sort of a real writer director's writer like yeah if you're a writer you're obsessed with him like if you He's like writing yeah so the White Lotus is incredible acting. It moves slowly and sensually. It's not a quick watch, but it's mm-hmm. really good. Somebody at my office said it feels like um, you're kind of watching a novel. It's unfolding and unfurling, mm, but that's true. It's hilarious. The music and the sound design is amazing, and then the acting is just like as good as it gets. Mm. Yeah, I that I intend to. Jay Molina, what are you horny for? Um, I'm horny for, oh, um, right now I'm really horny for vegan bacon. Ooh. Um, yeah, I've been trying some different brands and 
it's uh it's so good Skylar actually bought he bought me groceries before I got here so like when I got to the house at night there would be food in the fridge and he bought I don't know what the brand is but he bought this like fucking delicious vegan bacon and I yeah it's like it changed my life it's so good wow I wonder what it's made out of I don't know. Like it's probably like twine. Who even knows? It might be yeah. like a bunch of processed garbage, but it tastes so good. good. And I'm just trying to like eat less meat. So that's good for the I'm planet. Into it. Yeah, there you go. Um, Jamie, right. this has been the delight of the last couple of years. It's been so wonderful. And I'm glad that it's also just, I mean, it's also been great for our friendship because we see each other every week on Zoom, which has been good for it's us. It's so nice, which is the way most people were seeing each other period like i know it was kind of the main form of cu- communication and yeah but nice i'm glad to, to take to our relationship to the next level see you this weekend <laughs> Me too. okay see you I'm this excited. weekend i'm excited for yeah. i'm bringing ice b-day, oh, yes. b-day party i'm bringing a cake i'm bringing a carrot cake i know jamie's being a, favorite i'm having a cult themed birthday and i assigned jamie the cake which she graciously accepted and i assigned skylar the ice and it's gonna be a fucking blast it's a cult theme Did oh I you know? didn't know that Oh my god! I'm so glad we're talking about It's okay. About Everyone this is now. supposed Wait, to wear what? yellow, orange, or gold. Like we're supposed to be uh, in a cult, all of us. Oh, oh my god, that's, that's fun. so funny. Yeah. So when people see this big group of people, we're all wearing the same colors. I yellow, like that a lot. Orange or gold. We're like the yeah, cult of the sun. So funny. Yeah, because okay. Leo colors. I'm a lion. Oh yes, oh that makes sense. Okay, I don't know if I have any of those things. Neither do I. I wear. I, I. I remember. I made a very conscious decision when I was like 12 to only wear black pants. You <laughs> have to go that. to that. <laughs> Crossroads of a goodwill. That's where you'll we'll find something. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure okay, it out. Okay. Love I'm you guys. Sure. Love this pod. Love our listeners. Love this pod. Love you guys. Oh, and really quick listeners, like don't delete our podcast from your feed because when we come back, it's going to just feed into the same one, right? It'll just be the same feed. We'll just That'll be the plan. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's the plan. So like, don't, you know, keep following us on Instagram. We'll have updates. Um, you know, we're, we're not done. We're not and you done. guys have been great and have been such a fun like such a fun fan base to interact with. You guys have had amazing, insightful, hilarious DMs and Instagram messages, and you've just been the most thoughtful, supportive people. It's been such a joy to do this with you guys and for you. Guys. Yes, we don't want to. We don't want to lose this community. So please uh, don't go anywhere. We will be back. We will with new episodes when the new show comes out. Yeah, I can't wait. Okay, well, toodaloo. Okay, toodaloo. Thanks for listening to Couldn't Help a Wonder. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at chbwpod and follow my co-host Rose Cerno on Insta and Twitter at Rose Cerno. And please follow my co-host Jamie at Really Jamie Lee on Instagram and at The Jamie Lee on Twitter. And please rate, review, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app if you're nasty. It helps us. It helps you. It helps everyone. You're nasty. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.